When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I have to make a re- well, I have to ask a question, kind of re referencing something. Uh, I've heard you talk about many, many different areas, many, many different things. How many times have you asked for a uh, Ferrari for Christmas? Last year was my first time. <laughs> Last year, okay. <laughs> you know, it's wild. Um, when, uh, when I think when Ferrari and Porsche, like they they decided to be a part of it, yes, somebody sir. threw out an idea. It wasn't me. That like, you know, how cool would it be if you if they give you like rent you a, a red Ferrari and you drive around like right. Black Santa? Yeah, Black like a little Santa. And baby. I'm like, man, as cool as that sounds, bro. There's no way that no. that would look good at all. No. Like, hey guys, donate. <laughs> Right. In a Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. The optics of that, not great. Trust me, I thought, I'm like, oh, that would be good. And then this, the thought just went right away. And it's like, I, no. I think it would send the wrong message. It yeah. would. It yeah. would. It would. Like, donate your money. Yeah, buy yeah. Yeah. The guy in the Ferrari is asking for us to donate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Donate your Hey, the billionaires do it. Sure they do. do. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, did you uh, a, lot of, a lot of time around the tree with the family when you were a kid? No. Um, Man, actually, you know, I'm, I'm from, I'm from the Caribbean. I'm, I'm Guyanese. Right, I'm from right. South America. So mm-hmm. like we celebrate Christmas completely different. We celebrate Christmas like Americans celebrate Thanksgiving, right? There oh, isn't okay. really any gift giving. It's more of like the clean, the cleanup and the, the family's here, the food. My mom is cooking for mm-hmm. days, um, and all, everybody's here. So like the, the gift giving and the the Christmas tree and Santa Claus that's like an American culture, right? And or or European, European, as well too. yeah. So you know, when I moved here, um, I think I, I moved to this country in two thousand five. So I was sixteen. So I didn't really have that opportunity at all. Mm-hmm. So now that I have a son, and you know, now that I'm, I'm married in a family that celebrates this, now I'm like, okay, so mm-hmm. I, I have to kind of dabble in and see what this whole thing is about and. Uh, we haven't done the Christmas photos yet. I don't think I'm 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 there. <laughs> I do not think I'm yet. there. Um, you know, <laughs> to yeah. do the flannel and the thing. I don't think I'm there. But yeah. Why did you come so far north to, to the cold weather from Guyana? Makes great, no sense. Great question. Um, <laughs> you could have stopped. Like, well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I I originally moved from Orlando um, from Guyana to Orlando. Okay. So my mom doesn't like the cold. So no. She, no. She moved. She she first went to New York. She's like, no, 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 no. We're gonna go to Orlando. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm Floridian. You know, I yeah, went to, yeah. uh, to high school. I know, right? I don't, I don't so say sorry. that loud. Oh, if we can bleep Florida. that part out, that'll be much. That'll be <laughs> very much, much appreciated. But um, 
I I think when I when I, I I came here, went into high school, graduated high school, ended up going to college for computer science because this is the recession area. I think it's two thousand eight or nine, mm-hmm. and you know ended up losing my job and ended up DJing for a little bit. Moved to Miami. There you go. DJ in Miami, start picking up a camera and start filming there, and then eventually moved to Chicago because Miami is a great place to visit, but living there is a, it's a whole different beast. Yeah. Why so, is it a problem living in Miami? You can lose yourself in a heartbeat. Um, Miami is the type of place you you either be top tier or you're bottom. There is no really middle class to it, and oh really? And you know, like you have like you have to either fake that you have the status or you have to have it, and that's something that. You know, I saw that I don't really want to be a part of this to, to that Why don't level. you go and hang out in Little Havana, man? That's wonderful. I lived in Little Havana. Oh, did you really? Yes. I love Little Havana. 22nd and Flagler. That's Lo- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. right by, not too far from the stadium. Yep, there so, you yeah, go. So, yeah, and I had to learn Spanish. Absolutely um, love that area. I, I remember go, moving into my building, and I was trying to find a bathroom, and I struggled, man. And the, the lady, she speaks only Spanish. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then she said, Baño was the Baño. first word. Banyo. That I, I learned in Miami. Uh, Banyo, right? Yeah, Banyo, yeah, so. yeah. No, but I do like people come on the show in Badmouth, Florida, because I don't want anybody moving there. Yeah. You, you I, stay I away, go somewhere else. When I moved to Chicago, then I realized where I lived before, like where oh, yeah. what Florida was. <clears throat> and, you know, like, because when you're in Florida, all you know is, is, is that. Yeah. Like, it's just that bubble. And I remember... Living in, in um, Orlando or Miami at the time when the bat salt thing happened and the guy chewed. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Uh, that wasn't a problem. We didn't, that wasn't really news. That was just like, oh, you heard about that? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing tonight, you know? Right. And then I left and I'm like, wait a minute. That was actually That's crazy. insane. Yeah. You know, and we were But wrestling. that was Miami, not not Orlando, I would think. It's both. It's both, both really. It's Florida. Florida yeah. is, is like in, in Orlando, like, you know, people play with alligators for fun, you know, and it's it's uh, a different place. It's not different me. Place. And exactly, because <laughs> we don't you don't live there. And I think when I moved to Chicago is when I realized, like, wow, Florida is a... But you know what? I'm still happy I was raised in Florida to an extent. Oh, because God, yeah. That's the toughest of the tough skin that you can find. So yeah. Minnesota to me is like ah, it's, you can handle that. <laughs> you know where I'm from, Florida, bro. Like, I saw mm-hmm. a video of an alligator climb up a chain link fence and casually down it, yeah. and I said to myself, "That's never, n- not for me." Go. Not big babies. <laughs> well, that's that's the part of Florida that yes, obviously, if you live in the city, I'm sure it's just fine. But it's the country out in the bayou type of the Everglades. Nah, you know, you'll find the a, anacondas. No. No. You'll find a, you'll find them in your pool. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, I, I don't I know if you ever seen like a photo of a, a Florida house. It's always like a mesh over the pool. Always, in the back. Yes. every single yeah, one. Okay. That's always. not because of fall leaves. That's because that's <laughs> that's not for leaves, fellas. That's, that's true. I mean, for the alligators. That's, that's for the gators. See, I'm the exact opposite. I absolutely love Florida. I've lived there a couple yeah. different mm-hmm. times, and I just love it. It's a great place to, to visit for a couple of days. I, it's like Vegas. You go there, and you get out. Yeah, Vegas is a different deal. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah. But go oh, and you we go out. to a different area. Got, when we go to West Palm, it's just it's very, very laid back. Nobody mm-hmm. being a pain in the ass. Yeah. You know, that's a whole different area. There are areas of Florida that are yeah, there's there's some hubbub going on, and others right. it's just very peaceful and nice. Yeah, I I I like Tampa. Um, you know, I I would tell anybody go visit Miami, have some fun. Um, Chicago is my favorite city because I moved from a great city. I moved from uh, Miami to Chicago, and 
you know, I think I, I that's when I quit my filmmaker job because mm, okay, you know, when you when you're not making enough money, it's like all right, I'm 25 years old, I gotta switch my life around. I'm in Chicago now. Let me let me just figure it out. And I started working at a door to door sales job in Dang. Chicago. My first winter. Well, that's tough. Yeah, it's that's a tough road to <laughs> hold right there. Man. It was 2013's Polar Vortex. That was my first winter, and I was knocking on doors. Oh and that's how I ended God. up in Minnesota. I did really good in the sales, and they. Brought me here, and I used to sell CenturyLink. And I was trying Direct to think of one place I lived that I didn't like. I've liked every place I've ever lived. I really have. I don't like Iowa. I did I did an eight-month bid in Iowa. Well, I've never lived in Iowa, so you <laughs> might be right about that. But I spent a lot of time down there. Uh, so if you're in and out, I guess it's quite acceptable. Yeah, yeah I've never lived in Iowa. Yeah. That's not good. I lived in Altoona. 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 Oh, at least they have a racetrack. That's, oh, I smelt it every morning. <laughs> yeah. Every single morning. Would so. you ever want to get back to Chicago then? Is that something? You know, it's. I think when when I'm at the end of the road, I think Chicago, meaning like with my career, like, okay, it's time for me to settle down. I think Chicago is going to be that place. Nice. Um, I have a son here now, so I'm, I'm here until mm. he's 18. How old is he? Seven. Oh. So I got a couple Seven. years to Love hang it. around. And when he's 18, I'm like, all right, buddy. I'm gonna head to Chicago, so so a lot of violence downtown in Chicago now. That's yeah. the only problem. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's I a beautiful place, Chicago. man. Beautiful I place. Love the Chicago. diversity of it, very segregated, but still diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just you know, it's my first Midwestern city. I've been to New York. I don't really like New York that much. I like, I love mm-hmm. Chicago. Love the summers. I love the winters. You know, yeah, coming Chicago's from the right coming there. from the south, like I rather sit through a snowstorm that I sit through one more hurricane, to be honest with you. so Yeah, hurricanes yeah. are not fun. That's no. There's no doubt about that. Not at all. Not fun at all. So, all right, well, we got a couple more minutes. Anything anybody else wants to bring up? Yeah, I wanted to ask, okay, so where where would be a place if our listeners want to know where to donate? Where's one for sure that's going to be there this year or for yeah. the Twin um, Cities Toy Drive? I got a couple off the top of my head. We have Nordstrom in Mall of America. We nice. have... Portion Ferraris over here, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the they're there. We got Gray's, Emory Hotel, um, Potluck at uh, Rosedale Center. Um, let me pull it up. We have a. And a you bunch. guys have like a website to the TwinCitiesToyDrive.com. Perfect. Um, is where we have that. But I know we have some places on the east side as well too. But within the next week, we're gonna have on our website is gonna have a list of literally everything that Perfect. you would need. Um, we'll probably put up a donate link there as well too, because we're 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 partnered with um, one Impact One Hundred. It's a a, a woman led organization here. They're going to be our fiscal sponsor. So if anybody donates, like it's actually it's a tax write off because you're donating it to a five hundred one three. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I covered all the, the tracks for you're people. I'm making it easy for everybody. I covered all the and tracks. It's your I third like year. It. This is the third year. That's yeah. so impressive. It's been a, it's, it was stumbled out the gate. Don't get me. It's, I'm not running it. I'm still. You're doing great, Adrian. That's so impressive to think that that's where you want to put all your time and energy for the next two months. That's so cool. And I'll tell you again, like I said, having been through it myself, you aren't, I hope you do understand what you're doing for people because they love it. They appreciate it so much. Yeah. I mean, because they're going to end up with nothing. You don't give them something, they're going to end up with nothing. So it's, it's a great thing you're doing, no doubt about that. I'm here for it, man. You know, I, I, look, I, I always tell folks, like, this, this toy drive is going to be, like, what my legacy is. Um, you know, I'm going to be a filmmaker. I can, even if I work with Denzel Washington, it wouldn't matter. The toy drive is what I'm going to actually mm-hmm. leave. It's not an organization yet because like, I don't have the time to put that energy to make it into an actual 501. But yeah. 
you know, in due time, it's going to get there and it's going to be one of these things where it's just every year is just going to run on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, it's just to build it and get these big names because luckily and thankfully, every single company from last year comes back. Yeah. So it's having that loyalty like, no, we're with you. So now it's just to find the bigger companies to say, hey, you know what, we're with you too. And yeah. let's do this together and let's really build it because, you know, um, 15, what, 5,000 toys is cool, but we can make a lot more of that. But I do have one um, good news, potentially. Um, a company reached out to me from Wisconsin, and they want to donate, like, eight pallets of their inventory. Which, How crazy. Which sums up to 14,000. That's awesome. So That's leg- insane. So it's so I'm I'm not jinxing it yet because like logistically we have to go get it and like yeah. where's where where are these gonna go? Yeah, these are all toys. These are them. it's like they have like these like lamps and stuff like that. So, oh, okay. So it's like all right, where am I? What am I gonna do with this? Because I already told them like yes, yeah. I'm gonna take. You say this. yes, yep. you figure it out. And they have to get it appraised. And it's like okay, eight pallets. That sounds like a semi truck. Yeah, oh, that's a lot. Right, yeah, and it's like lot. okay. I'm not going to go get this. So who do I have that can, if, do I go to schools? Like, where do I go to say, hey, I have a pallet of something for you? So, you know, I think we have one um, organization that can handle that load. So it's just more of just within this week is to figure it out. Yeah. And if it all goes good next week, the Twin City Toy Drive is going to kick off with like 14,000 um, donations. And then... <laughs> Then we started the toy trash. So that would be pretty freaking rad. That's amazing. So I'm, that, I'm, my fingers are crossed. I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, you know what? If this happens, it's going to be cool. So <laughs> so how do people reach out to you? Um, on the website, um, TwinCitiesToyDrive.com. And there's a little space there. We are looking for volunteers. We're looking for more companies too. You know, if you know, it, it doesn't have to be a massive organization. It can be if like this office, like, hey guys, let's do uh, a toy drive run like bringing a toy mm-hmm. and if you have five toys that's cool yeah you know because the the awareness of this is what's going to is what's helping yeah right mm-hmm. is like the awareness of like what is this thing and, and i'm seeing that that awareness is getting a lot better because our submissions are coming in a lot more this year than the past two so you know every single person if you know somebody that has a business that want to throw in a, a box in there and do it you know do a do a uh a, a office party. It doesn't have to be a box. It can be anything that donates mm-hmm. towards the cause. So everybody can do something in a small way. So cash is okay too. Cash is fine. Um, we have the download link when that's up. That's going to be on the website. Is not download the donation link. Donation. Yeah. That's going to be on the website when um, when we figured out that and folks can donate there. Do- the money I mostly use towards diapers and um, toiletries and stuff. That's great. We we I think we get a lot of toys and folks need a lot more than that. So. And what's the website again? TwinCitiesToyDrive.com. TwinCitiesToyDrive.com. Yeah. Uh, we'll post it on our sites, too, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Yeah. We have a caller for you, actually. Oh, let's do it. We, we have take an, a call? I'm ready. Yeah, we have an Adam on the phone. Adam and Adrian. Now we're talking A&A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Adam, and I work for a, a stretching outfit from uh, Wisconsin. It's called Halberd. Uh, Lions might be able to give them a call. They might be able to donate a truck for you. See? You see? You say yes, we'll this, figure it out. Adam, this is, you just made my day. You know, because um, literally yesterday I was thinking about this. Like, yeah. man, I probably have to find somebody to donate a truck. Yeah. Or let me rent. So, yes, Adam. So, what's the name um, again, Adam? Albert Lions in the 
the Superior, Wisconsin. I don't have their number. Calver. Quite on me. Halver. Halver. Yes, I found them on. It's H A L V O R. Perfecto. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You see, and and thank you, man. That you, you really just made my day right there. Just the fact that you called in and made that suggestion, it shows that we're we're, we're on a good way, man. You're welcome, and have a good day. You too. Thanks, thank Adam. You. You're welcome. Say hello to Bye. Eve. Say hello to Eve for me. I had to do <laughs> it. This oh my God! I had to do it this once. I had this once in my life. I had to. I'll do bet it. he's never heard that. Oh, no, he's oh, never no, heard that joke before. No. <laughs> you know, I'm. So- oh no. Adam, you're a good man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm surprised. Love that... the show. So thank you. Love you, Adam. Adam. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't hit me with the Adrian. Like, oh, oh, we already did. When he was looking for you, I was like, you should go in the hallway yeah. and just yell, Adrian. Just get it out. And my my last name is Wilson, so Castaway and Rocky is, is mm. tough, yeah. tough, tough, yeah. man. It's been That's a tough, rough one. Yeah, I'm tough sorry. high school, tough high school years, <laughs> tough couple <laughs> of decades. Oh my God, man! Thanks, mom. I love when our listeners call in because they are, are the listeners of the show are some of the most generous, giving, caring people. They're just a see. This audience is a totally different deal. It's this audience <clears throat> tends to be successful. Uh, they got some dough. They're very giving people, and they don't want any credit for it when they give it, which I really love. Yeah, yeah, I do. I love that about it's our a true. That's the true meaning of giving, man. And, <clears throat> it is. And I, it's, yeah, that just made my day. I'll just this just made my day. Now I can go home, smile, and, and yeah. Just well, there you go. Jump, jump on a laptop and just do some Twin, C- Twin Cities toy drive stuff today. I'm hype. But look at that. We're gonna go till about five after. It's seven after, so it's a perfect time. Perfect time. We wrapped man. it up beautifully. I, I appreciate y'all having me. This really means a lot. Adrian will come back again um, and again. Get that address one more time so people can get right. TwinCitiesToyDrive.com. You scroll down. We're looking for volunteers. We're looking for more companies. We're looking for ideas. We're looking for suggestions. You know, this is something that it's something for all of us. It's a community-led event, right? So everybody do their part, and let's let's put some smiles and some faces this year, especially this time of the year, especially with what's going on in the world right now. My God, everybody hates everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you. Thank you all very much, Wonderful man. Wonderful to have you in. There's no question about that. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Uh, That's the first, always... time, the first time I've ever heard you care about giving anything else to anybody else. How did that work out? I, like, You're usually a stiff. <laughs> no, I love I love people that give back to the community. I do, too. And anything that people want to do to make other people's lives better or easier, I'm all for it. That's how life should be. I yep. mean, there have always been organizations like that. Like I said, the police department, the fire departments, you know, all the government workers, there are all these people. But I just love the fact he's stepping up and trying to help kids out because I didn't ever have to go through a period where I got nothing for Christmas because mm-hmm. of the federations. I mean, they, they would donate toys, and yeah. it was pretty damn cool. Yeah, and I look at it because I've never had to have toys or received toys that were donated right my, you know grew up with both parents and we had a blessed childhood but i love christmas and to know that there's people out there that don't have the same experience you yeah, have even no, a fraction right. of it it's heartbreaking and yeah anything you can do to make okay. them smile for a day i want all three of you because Brittany's not in the, in the studio right now i want andy and tevin and galfano mm-hmm to guess what were the toys that the police federation and the fire uh, fighters, uh, profession, the professional firefighter association, what were the, what were the toys they always donated? This is really easy. I like fire the, truck. I was going to say fire truck. Police car. Police cars. And who made the fire trucks? Tonka. 
You got Period. it. Yep. Tonka go. trucks. It was always Tonka well, those trucks. Those things were solid. They were solid. You're right yeah, about that. Absolutely. Are they even around anymore? Yeah, Tonka's a thing still. Is it? Is it still here? I that I don't know. I wonder. See, I have no idea if that's the case or not. Let's see, Tonka. <clears throat> Uh, no, it's headquartered in Rhode Island now. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't think they were here anymore. Oh, that was a Minnesota. It was Minnetonka. That's what they named it. Minnetonka. Yeah, that's where Tonka came from. Is Minnetonka. Ah, interesting. Yep. Indeed, a friend of mine's grandfather was one of the people that started it, and there were a couple of brouhaha's at that company. Moved things around a little bit. So, I just love having people in like that. Is I mean, it's the holiday season. It, it, that's one thing that, no question about it, that. Uh, Halloween does kick off the holiday season. It's time to mm-hmm. start thinking about other people. I know for some people that's very, very difficult to think about somebody other than themselves. But I would say 99.99% of our listeners do, Yeah, which I really love. I was talking to him on the way out. I was asking him um, how old his son is. He's seven. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, Bryson is his, his kiddo's name. And he said it was really hard the first couple of years. So now imagine, you know, three years ago he was four is walking by a big thing of toys and saying, those are not for you. Like, those are for... Oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, yeah. Do that every that, time we go outside, Ethan, so taking things. These are not for you. It's, <laughs> it's like a really beautiful lesson. Like, he, now his son is really getting into it, like, sees this big thing of toys, and now, like, what would a seven-year-old want? Like, help us pick out what does a four-year-old want? Mm, yeah. And I was, I was like, you... That is such a beautiful thing. It's more that's more beautiful than giving your kid any gift no, is teaching them to be excited about giving somebody mm. else a gift. And I yeah. thought, wow, like that just gave me goosebumps. He is that Adrian is lovely. He's a great guy. Really yeah. is. The Eagles are at XL Energy Center on their farewell tour on Saturday, November 18th. You can see them with me and my suite with Catherine, of course. To enter, just go to the Tom Bernard app or the website at TomBernardShow.com. Listen for your name to be announced each day at 810, 910, and 1010. Email us back by midnight at contests at TomBernard.com. That's just uh, TomBernardShow.com. Tom Tom it says TomBernard.com here. Uh, let me go there and make sure that's actually. I don't think that's real. I think it is TomBernardShow.com. Yeah, no. TomBernard.com right. is not where they want to go. I've never well, had a script on this show that was completely right. Is that for the. You're never. talking about for the email, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Tom Bernard. That's not a valid email. TomBernard.com no. is not an email address. No, it is not. It's TomBernardShow.com, correct? Maybe they could put that in there next time. I'm going to buy TomBernard.com and sell it yeah, to the station. Say yeah, I was going to grab that. No, the problem is it exists. I didn't pull oh, up somebody's already. Oh, somebody bought it up already? Yep. Okay. Well, there are a lot of people named Tom Bernard. That's true. At least two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's qualifier name for See the Eagles with me in my suite is Aaron Pace of Lauderdale, Minnesota. Aaron Pace, email us by midnight tonight at contest at TomBernardShow.com. That's a whole different setup. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You feel me? It could feel also you. be, if it bounces back, it could also be at TomBernardPodcast.com. We're going to have to verify this, I would say. <laughs> TomBernardShow.com is I would bet it's site. probably, yeah. but TomBernardPodcast.com also redirects to our site. So, I don't know. I like the fact there's know. a lot of creativity in the in the script there. It really is. You know, I mean, you, don't, you shouldn't have to follow actual facts. You shouldn't have to, you know. It's more of a these, feeling. It's like an Indiana yeah. Jones kind of thing. Yeah. It's like you got to guess the secret password and in order to access <laughs> yeah. those well, tickets. And to... a, yeah, and a lot of people just aren't into details. You know, I'm right. I'm not really a detail person. You're myself. not a detail guy. No, although uh, having been a journalist for 15 years, those are the kind of things you always try to get right. But God, I tell you, you would hope. Yeah, well, you know. I tell you, man. There's no question about it. Being a journalist for 15 years. 
What do you think of that? Yeah, well, that was before we were in public enemy number one. Well, there are a lot of public enemy number ones, yeah, I would say. Just, uh, right now, two political parties are public enemies number one and one. It's not even one and two. It's one and one. Yeah. You got the... I, I, seriously, are we ever going to be able to meet in the middle? No. I don't care about the far left or the far right. Mm. Let's kind of move toward the middle where we can actually get something done instead of you just shoving it down my throat. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid, I, I hate to tell you this, but there is no middle. There is no middle. No, you can't, no, you can't meet right. in the middle when there's no middle. I guess I'm the only one in the middle then because I will not, I, I'm not putting up with it. I don't want to hear it. Uh, these national news, not so much the local news, but the national news is disgustingly it's, uh, it's, uh, so it's phony. What, what are you going to do? I mean, it's the news is the news. It's got to be reported. Yeah, but it's reported to make money. That's the big well, problem. Well, I, I mean, you know, there's not a lot of money being made in the, in newspapers. That's for sure. That well, is true. Certainly but, are but, on but television broadcast. Yeah, if you're talking about cable news, that's a different thing. Well, that's a whole different. Do they make tons of money? I mean, if you tune in. Well, they did. I don't know if they still do because their ratings are in the toilet. Fox and CNN both. Yeah, absolutely. They're both in the toilet. Uh-huh. Good. I'm glad to hear that because they've both been lying to us for well, a long time now. And CNN, they went into the toilet by pursuing the middle. Yeah, they did. So, you're abs- you're you know, right. I hate, that's just, no, you're right about that. It doesn't bode well. I mean, after all, it wasn't very watchable, so they could have done a better job. So explain to me why it is that everybody has to have such an extreme position. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's easy. Well, that's, it is easy. You're right. It's, you know, the pot was just waiting to be stirred. But why? It's because people's worst instincts are are the most fruitful to exploit. But it, it just amazes me as from now, yeah, generation to generation, it's always been you know kind of an uncomfortable segue and all the rest of it. But now it's just so incredibly hate filled. Yeah, I don't even pay attention to it anymore. Every generation hates everyone else. It's like That's why? True, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't hate anybody. I wouldn't waste my time hating anybody. I, you know, one thing I always hear. This is maybe not quite on point, but I always hear people who, like boomers, like myself, mm-hmm. and they're talking about yeah, all these millennials. They don't do this. They don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to remind them, <laughs> you created the millennials. So you're no, actually true. you're actually dumping on yourself there. Well, the biggest problem is the education system is so screwed up in this company and this country well, now. It's, it's yeah, disgusting. But it's it's largely also the economy because these millennials they have to have like three or four gigs. I know to afford college because college is like a hundred thousand right. dollars a year now. It's yeah. Other than that, absurd. Though, let's not forget. I went to college for one day, and this is absolutely the reason. It was 1970, so it was during the hippie deal that was going on. Well, I went to class for one day. Yeah. Well, there you I go. I stayed in college for four years. <laughs> I'm still in college. I'll be paying for college and being in college for the next 10 years of my life. You know, looking back on that now, the fact that I did go to college for that one day and that whole hippie deal where we're all going to peace, love, and dope or whatever the hell it was, the slogans. Probably the right one. But probably I just, the right slogan. Probably is. I went and for one day and sat and watched the students interact with the teachers, the professors, the things that the professor said. Mm-hmm. And I literally, and that was, like I said, 53 years ago. Mm. I went, this is complete and utter bullshit. These people really believe this? And I just walked out of the building and never went back. What class were you in? 
uh, psychology. Calculus. Psychology 101. Oh, psychology. Oh, psych 101, yeah. 60s psychology was pretty crappy. It was insanely I, crappy. I, I took that class for some reason, I just, but I did pass-fail. So I never oh, read you? any book or mm -hmm. anything. You're lucky. I just guessed. I think I got like a, I would have gotten like a D minus, but instead I got a pass. No, that's exactly right. And now Good it's enough. just, uh, I just, look, I, I'm not going to talk about things directly, but I cannot believe the things that are happening in America right now between the generations. It disgusts me. Mm -hmm. You all disgust me because you will not listen to anybody else. You got all the answers. Yeah, That's right. not how the, the, life's supposed to work. The thing about colleges where, where it really can be helpful is, is you know, you go through all this stuff, but there's usually one or two people there. I'm talking usually about professors mm -hmm. who can really inspire you. And that, that was the yep. deal. I had, a, I had a political science professor and I had okay. an, a composition teacher. And those two guys I listened to. And then um, I didn't really... But I, since I didn't go to any classes, you know, I, I can't really, it's hard for me to critique other professors. But yeah, a lot of these yeah. professors, you know, it's just, they just, they just want you to just, you know. Yeah, they phone it in. They want you to echo what they're saying. Absolutely. And now, oh, not all are oh, like absolutely. that. Not all are like that. Um, but, but there are some. And so, but it's, it's, look, there's, you go to school like the U of M, you know, where there are 50,000 students and about 5,000 teachers, professors, associates, right. whatever you call them. I mean, you're going you're gonna to get every kind of person possible. Right. What so, college was that we were talking about the other day? It has 2,500 more, or oh, Harvard, it's Harvard, mm -hmm. 2,500 more professors than there are undergraduates. What? They have enough. <laughs> they have Look it lot, up, Andy. They have a lot of uh, money in the bank there. Yes, yeah, they, they sure do. do. But the they thing, got the a lot about, of money in the bank. The thing there. about Harvard and you know Harvard's getting a very bad reputation these days, and they're earning it. But it's the it's the students. It's mostly you know, there's a few there's a few professors who've gone off the grid too. Yeah, there's no doubt but, about but that. But it's it's largely students. But the thing you got to remember about about Harvard is that like like 20 percent of the students there are legacies. Yes, they so are. So they really was well, only 20 percent? Well, it could be more there. Yeah, yeah I think Yale is. Yale is Yale is less, but Harvard is like 20, 25 percent. Right. And you know these are people for the most part that don't deserve to be there. You're absolutely right, 100 percent, and that's the biggest problem I always had. You have to understand, I never liked one teacher I've ever had, not one. Well, you, I mean, you got to meet a lot of them to find those two who will inspire you. Yeah, you do. And the first day, you're probably not going to click. <laughs> I don't click well with that kind well, of deal Well, especially anyway. with a psychology class, which is... I uh, you, know. there were, so in that psychology class, there were probably 400 students, right? Oh, there were a lot of students. You're in a huge auditorium. But here, Yeah, it was a big auditorium, you're right. Yeah. But here's what I hated the most. So I'm talking, they're going, oh, so are you new to the class? Yeah, it's my first day here. Oh, well, welcome to class. It's going to be great having you around, and you're going to love this class. And we're talking back and, back and forth and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, the professor comes. This is a young woman. She looked to be probably around 35, something like that. Mm -hmm. She was a professor. As soon as she walked in the room, all of a sudden, everyone had an accent like this. <laughs> professor, could I ask you a question? What are you in England now? All of a sudden, you're you're British, really? Yeah, they've seen too many uh, too many movies. They yeah. have seen too yeah. many movies. There's no doubt about it. Teacher, what did you find out, Andy? Uh, I got so there's 7,200 undergrads, or there was in fall. Mm -hmm. uh, there's only 2,400 professors, but there's 16,000 staff in total. <laughs> 16, so 14,000 non-professors to run Harvard. Mm. How? 14,000 is like a small city. 
Yeah. How do you need that many people to keep a one college running? That's wild. Well, a lot of those a lot of those people are probably um, graduate students, and so the graduate students really are not teaching. Do they count as staff and faculty? Yeah. Oh, they do. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because in the in the newspaper article, it was I think it was I can't remember. It was a Washington. I can't remember. What it was but it was a news article that said they have twenty five hundred more professors uh, than they have undergraduates. They have 2,400 professors. God, that's amazing. So they got the numbers backwards. I so think there's like 14,000 so. professors. 14,000 non-professor staff. Non-professor staff. There you go. And then 2,400 professors, lecturers, and instructors. Jesus. Well, there's always a lot For of what? there's a lot of bureaucracy. When 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 I went to the U, yeah, I just I just took the classes I wanted to take mm-hmm. because I knew I was never going to be able to graduate because mm-hmm. of my yeah. ADHD. Right. So I I like literally like in the first few days I thought, okay, this is this isn't going to work. Uh, I can't go to these classes. I, yeah. I can't listen I to these can't people. Do it. Couldn't do it. So I couldn't. So I would take all the classes I wanted, but a lot of the classes I wanted to take were not classes that you were supposed to take as an undergraduate. Like, oh, yeah. like if you were you were supposed to build a foundation of, of, of the classes that you had to take in order to graduate. So since I didn't plan, plan to graduate, I always had to appear before the, the uh, academic subcommittee or something like oh, that. Oh, sure. So I'd go into this room, and there'd be a couple people there sitting at desks, and they had rubber stamps. And I'd go in and I'd say, and I remember the first time I said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking these classes, but apparently I have to have your approval. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, um, why, why, why haven't you taken the, the, the classes that you have to take to graduate? And I said, because I have no intention of graduating. Yeah. And this guy yeah. looked at me and he, he said, yeah, I can understand that. There you go. And he gave me the rubber stamp. And after that, like every quarter, I'd go in there, they'd see me coming, they'd reach for the rubber stamp, stamp the document, and, and that was it. So... It's yeah. I mean, it's, weird. it's a weird situation. But but then again, of course, I'm hurting the reputation of the college by not graduating because yeah, the numbers. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they want everybody to graduate, mm-hmm. and they want them to graduate on time, which hardly anyone does anymore. Oh, that's true. So I just did a quick calculation. The number of staff at Harvard per square mile is almost twice that of the city of Duluth. Dang. <laughs> yeah, but so I'd say there might be a little overstaffed. Is that why tuition a, might be a little high? Well, might be, yeah. yeah. Well, tuition is high, but but most students don't pay tuition. No, that's right. Yeah, that's because they got so much money in the bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, billions of dollars. Billions. Yeah. 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 We got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. We'll take a break and be back with Kristen Burke mm-hmm. right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. 
And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You can't call him you're gonna, that. You're going to hear a, a little bit of a, a little bit of brushback against that. What? Uncle Tom. Well, I know. They kept calling me Uncle Tom. Yeah, what the hell is that? that? Tevin wrote that one. Tevin yeah, wrote go that Tevin. one. Yeah, that thanks a lot. Thanks a lot calling me Uncle Tom. I didn't think you were going to notice. But, you know. I told you, I cannot tell you how many times I was getting, hey, what's your name? Tom. I can't yeah. call you Uncle Tom. Oh, well, yeah, my dad's <laughs> name is Tom. Oh. And so I was like, yeah, that's oh, no. a rough, and my grandpa as well. This uh, runs in the family. Right. And so, Got a lot of Uncle Tom, Uncle Grandpa Tom, Uncle Tom. Yeah. I think it's okay unless you live in a cabin. Yeah, that's if I true. got a cabin, it'd yeah, be a you problem. Can't, yeah, you definitely yeah. can't buy a cabin up north. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I, there's an Uncle Thomasina. Her name is Kristen Burt. We're in a new location today. Yeah, we are. Yeah, where are you? I went to sleep and I woke up in Florida. You woke Ooh, up and where? You. Where in Florida? I'm currently in Jensen Beach. I flew into Miami this morning. Oh, you and did? Then okay. Took the bright line up to West Palm. And then mm. my mom picked me up, and I'm here in Jensen Where's Beach. Where's your mom now? My in, mom's in, Jensen in the other room. But I mean, she's, she lives in Jensen Beach? She lives in Jensen Beach, yeah. How, far, gonna... how far is that from Palm Beach? Uh, from West Palm, it's about 50 minutes. 50? 50, yeah, 5 0. Oh, okay. I never heard of Jensen Beach. I never have either. either. Stuart, are you familiar with Stuart? Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's right it's by right there. Okay. What yeah. direction is that? North of of Palm Beach. North. North. Okay. Yep. No. Oh, so it's yeah. almost, it's like halfway to Orlando almost. Yeah. Okay. yeah I'm working in Miami this weekend, so I. Took oh, that's a, a long drive. Days to uh, come down here and see my mom. What are you doing in Miami? Um, I am doing a little public speaking on oh, Sunday. Oh, here okay. we go. Ooh, exciting. What it's Miami. like to work with that asshole Tom. Right. Is that what your speech is about? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Opening, not this. I promise. The opening yes. line of her speech is, if I can overcome working with Tom, you guys can overcome anything. Exactly. If you only knew what it's like working with Tom Bernard every morning. Shoulder to the wheel. Um, I, last night, Catherine and I sat down. We had a wonderful night, and it just, uh, uh, hanging out together, and we, uh, Catherine and I sat down and watched Old Dads, the uh, Bill Burr movie. Mm-hmm. First 45 minutes was hilarious. The last mm-hmm. 45 minutes just was nothing. Yeah. It just didn't go anywhere. Once they got away from him being crabby, it wasn't oh, funny anymore. I see. When he's crabby, that first 45 minutes, we were laughing our ass off. It was unbelievable. We were laughing, laughing, laughing. And then you get to that 45 minute. So there's 45 minutes. I think it's an hour and 45 minute long. The movie. That's just typical of a com- comedy movie. It absolutely is. Right. Now the last half is all. Yeah, that's right. true. Especially because they switch from yeah, like you're saying, the crabby, it's all funny to oh well now he's changed and he's different. He's learned his lessons, so and yeah. now it's not as funny. I, yeah. I always sign off with the but whenever they start with the. Uh, with the romance stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, look, yep. uh, I understand it's appealing, but the love interest thing, it's just not funny. No, it's, it's not. true. And I'll tell you, I, I would not steer people away from the movie. Just expect the fact that the first 45 minutes is very funny and the last hour is not. It's okay. So should they ditch it after 45 minutes or stick no, with it? No, you can stick with it. It's still a good movie. It's just not funny for the last hour of it. Uh, I mean... There are different things going on. First of all, Bill Burr is a very funny guy anyway. Yep. There's a scene at the very beginning when his he's at, their kid is at a very woke school, which ain't working for Bill Burr a lot, I will tell you that. But uh, he starts arguing with the, I don't know if she's the principal or yeah, what. Yeah, she's like the dean. So you've seen the movie type. as well? Yep. Would you agree the last hour is not that great? It definitely slows down. Yeah. Like it's okay. It'll, it'll have its moments, but yeah, it definitely... You can tell they're like, well, now this is our time to be serious in the movie. So as he's picking up his little child, who's about four or five years old, he gets an argument with the director of the school and refers to her as the big C. Hmm. So they get through it all, this whole situation. They get home, and the little five-year-old goes up to his mom and goes, 
Mom, what's a big C? <laughs> oh, 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 no. And the best <laughs> part is... That's quite a conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The best part is before he brings the kid into the house, he, like, stopped to get some yes. ice cream. He's like, yes. okay, we're not going to tell Mom what happened today. And then the first words out of the kid's mouth. <laughs> what is that? I have a question. <laughs> uh, Bobby Cannavale's in it, too, and he's terrific in it. I love Bobby Cannavale. I do, too. I think he's wonderful. I feel like i got to watch this because I feel... Like it's a good movie. So many connections to because Justin and I are older parents and he is you know from a small town gets a little annoyed with some of the ridiculousness that goes into like the gentle mm-hmm. parenting so this might be a, like a more extreme version of Justin you know it's funny you are are you young, saying, Brit. yeah are you saying he wants to thrash your ta- your child yeah is that it of course Gee, that's, that's tough um <laughs> yeah I mean I, like I said I would not tell people to, to move away you yeah. are going to laugh a lot in the first 45 minutes yeah and then not so much toward the end it's 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 not that it gets bad it just is not as funny in the second half that's good to know but it's yeah Nobody highly recommend i would too i think it's it was everybody in it does a terrific job um but, you know have a good laugh and settle in that's it Kristen, are we going to get your mom cameo just in the background I could I could try and bring her in. I, I have to go and get her, or What's I can name? bring her tomorrow too. Like bring your mom to work day. Yeah, bring your mom to work day. Yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. That what? way she can like you know print for the camera. <laughs> Does your brother still live in Florida? He's in Miami. Yep. Oh, I thought so. Yeah, he still. Well, lives whole family's in, in Florida. My dad's over in Longboat Key. Oh, I then, love Longboat Key. It's beautiful. Yeah, and my brother's in Miami, and my mom's in Jensen Beach. Really, all of those people in my family are dead. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, thanks a lot, Chris, yeah, to go, for Chris. attacking Tom yeah. for mentioning your family. This is premeditated. Yeah, don't worry about it. I got you know, got three uncles murdered. I'll think about them not being around either. So, yeah. Uh, thanks well, a lot. My uncle passed away earlier this year. That like. Was he murdered? No, he died of not the same quality. Oh no, that's that's, that's a tough road to hoe. That's rough. That was bad. That's a tough road to hoe. The reality is there are no happy endings. Pretty much true. So yeah, other than uh, other than uh, Bill Burr's movie, and again, I I'm not going to tell you don't watch it because the last uh, half is not as good as the first half. It's I'm going to watch 45 minutes and then I'm going to cut out. Well, it's, it's still entertaining. It's just not funny. For the I, last I mean, it's, it's the ultimate like Tom Bernard move. Like, meh, I'm out. Goodbye. Never I would find out how it ends. I would pay three dollars for 45 minutes of hilarity. Me too. Yeah, you like, like a some TV. Things, yeah. It's like a Double-length TV show. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's true. Perfect. What else is coming out? Anything else coming out I, I'm going to like anyway? Well, we kind of have a mystery solved, and we've been talking about oh. this a long time. Yeah, a little, little bit of mystery. I kind of like this. Um, we've been talking so much about Taylor Sheridan's shows, Yellowstone. Right. And everyone yes. was wondering, what are his next series going to be called? Remember you were thinking it was going to be like 1963? Yes. Found out today. He's going to have two new series come out, 1944 44. and 2024. Why? That Well, he is doing a prequel, 1944 and 2024. I guess he's going to hit modern day. Both of them will be coming next year along with the final season of Yellowstone or the back half of season five. And, of course, Kevin Costner won't be in it. Because no, he's not going to be in it. Yeah. He's, he's done, even though he begged, his, he tried to beg his way back in after his divorce got very expensive. Right, but right. Am I, am I the only one? You guys remember these names so easily. I know. I have and no idea who I, I'm talking about. It's like there's nothing that would remake, make me remember 
1944. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing. Well, there I don't know something. how you guys spit them out so quickly. Tom, you're always like, oh, 19... What? Which? There, was, there was something going on that year. Yeah, it was a little busy. Like, I just, like... You because remember, he, you've heard of Hitler, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying that, like, you. there's <laughs> there's this, like, the fourth series that is just a year, and they just get yeah. all blurred oh, yeah. in my brain, where I go, can we, like... if I would actually do better if we said pre-Hitler. Like, bam, yeah, right there. Sure. Like, yeah. that would yeah. work better for me. Actually, I was told I can answer your question if you want. Yeah. Because I was told by a psychologist many years ago why I do that. Yeah. Apparently, when there are kids that don't get along with the parents and, you know, maybe dad and they don't get along or whatever, they tend to they tend to be very mathematical in all of their thinking. Interesting. Because nothing adds up. Uh, mm-hmm. So you have that so you one get better common. And better. Yeah. You, you don't even know what you're doing. You get better and better and better at mathematics and arithmetic and the whole deal. It just because you're trying to put together the numbers that just don't fit. It yeah. sounds like a classic uh, middle child too. Oh, absolutely. And I have a middle well, child who is great at math. I'm only four out of seven, so yeah. there couldn't yeah. be any more middle. Yeah. Child. There you you're go. Very middle. <laughs> but I mean, that's it, it, you don't even. It's not you don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. Mm. It just becomes everything has to make sense to you, so you, you get really good at math in your head. Yeah. To go, okay, well that. That's why that doesn't make sense. And have you been watching all these series, too? Like, have you been watching all of his prequel uh, stuff? Taylor Sheridan? Yeah. Yeah, we watch a lot of Taylor. Well, there's so much to watch, Kristen. Yeah, I mean, true. my God. He's 100%. He is Paramount Plus Network. I mean, yeah, like, he, is. he is the one saving them. If they did not have Taylor Sheridan, there would be no Paramount Plus right now, other than maybe football. Mm-hmm. So what is it? I wonder why 1944, though, because it's obviously the end of World War II coming up right around the corner. Is it he a must lot feel of a, like story-wise, there's something he wants to do with well, it. Well, I could see that. Yeah, no. I don't. I, mean, I don't really understand. Uh, I'm not knocking it, but I I have seen bits and pieces of Yellowstone. I do not understand the mania. No, I understand. I think that's his lamest series, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I could be honest with you. Hot take. Yeah, it's good, but it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, he has a Matthew McConaughey um, series as well coming Oh, that's out. right. Yeah, That'll be out in 2024. I mean, yeah, I can write. That'll be good. I think no Matthew McConaughey will probably be good. He's always he, good. He's always good. And, he, you know, the one thing about Taylor Sheridan is that he's getting all of the A-listers to come to TV. I mean, if you can yeah, get Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford and yep. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, listen, wasn't having much of a career before Yellowstone. This was his big comeback. Yeah. So... It obviously put him back on the map. He's already had a great career, but this was sort of that second chapter. You know, what's really weird about that is he's been on, he was on the, the KQ Morning Show five, six, seven times. Could not ask for a nicer guy. Yeah. Just very even keel, nice guy. And then I find out behind the scenes in acting, he's a massive pain in the ass. <laughs> Always had a difficult reputation Always. on set. Always. Yeah, also had very difficult marriages. Like, he's yep. not an easy guy to get along with. But maybe he's just someone who understands what it takes to be a movie star. Or maybe. And yeah. He, he, remind, he reminds me of people that does, don't like routine. Like, he doesn't yeah, like. I mean, that's why he has a band. It's why he's great in interviews. Is because mm-hmm. he likes being on his toes. Yeah. I feel yeah. like as soon as things become mundane or routine, he's over it. New wife. New wife, new girlfriend, new, new job, affair, whatever new it is. project, new band, new whatever. Like, he does not do well with, like, all right, we're in a rhythm. It's like all of a sudden he goes into panic mode. And he's got a huge four-part um, Western coming out over the next couple of years called Horizon that he is 
financing partly himself. He oh. actually mortgaged his $145 million uh, California ranch. So that will be interesting. <laughs> if it doesn't pay out, that's a lot of money to lose. Does he still have it since he's been divorced a couple of times? He has he half does of it. He'll huh? have it, yep. Yeah, he's got half of it <laughs> or a split, third of it? split it or... in half. Uh... No, mean... he's got the whole thing, believe it or not. Really? And uh, his, wife, his ex-wife, his current ex-wife, was living on the property, but she now has moved on to Montecito near Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. She's doing fine. Wow. Isn't she like 19 or something? She looks <laughs> about no, half his 50. age. She's, she's 50? 50? God, she does not look 50, I'll tell you that. Well, that's probably why he married her. Probably. She said California 50. This yeah. is <laughs> yeah, the exactly. world. It's California 50. That's a whole different deal, isn't it's it? It's true. Like, yeah. you it know, is. it's yeah. funny. Like, you go home for, like, high school reunions, and you're like, is that what everyone's supposed to look like? Because you're so used to yeah. people as they age not moving because everyone's Botoxed or facelifted. <laughs> you got the uh, the drive-thru Botox now, right? Well, they do, Pretty don't much. they? Pretty much. You can just do stick your face party. out, they inject, and then you're on your way. <laughs> right, the, the, your the dentist ride can do it. I mean, you really can get it done anywhere at this point. Yeah. I imagine. So anything new coming up in the movie department, uh, series department, anything funny? Well, We're the big one this stuff. weekend is going to be Meg Ryan's um, movie, the rom-com we, I, I talked like about her. yesterday. Yeah, yeah so, I've been um, reading a lot about that. I'm excited about it. I, I really think that this is this could be kind of interesting. Um, a lot of women, you know, who were written off when they were 40 are sort of like coming back with a vengeance, you know, at 55 and 60 and saying, hey, you know what? I'm just taking this in my own hands and I'm going to do it my way. And I think that's really what Meg Ryan did. She's like, I stepped back, raised my daughter. And I decided I still had some creative mm -hmm. things I want left to accomplish. So she's directing and she's starring it with David Duchovny, another person we haven't seen a lot of recently. So Californication was the last one, wasn't it? I yeah, and I mean there was what an X Men, not X Men, X Files. Um, oh yeah, movie. But yeah, I mean, right. yep, that is true. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's I'm telling you, streaming's the best it's ever been. I, the, uh, TV has never been better than it is right now. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Remember, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, right. we're on the other saying? side of yeah. what's happening now, unfortunately. And the big news, too, is Disney is going to buy out Comcast, so they will be the 100% owners of Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. I know we've talked about that quite a bit, like what was going mm -hmm. to happen. Was Disney right. going to sell off Hulu? Were they going to keep it? But it looks like they're buying off Comcast for about $8.6 billion. Is there any big shakeup that is going to come to Hulu users because of this, or should it just be business as usual? I think that there'll be shakeups down the line once they get everything settled and the sale goes through. Because, you know, when you have things like that happen, there's always layoffs, of course, there's mm -hmm. budget cuts. Mm -hmm. And on our end, and they just did a price increase, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's another price increase coming, you know, six months down the line. Somebody and said. Um, and I did see something on my TV last night. I didn't read a whole lot about it. But somebody said that the, the news channels are all going to be kicked off free streaming and you're going to have to pay to watch the news channels now. Well, not your local news. No, but, not the local you know, news, the national news. But like yeah. CNN is moving to HBO and Max. So right. you're going to start seeing things like that happen because... And we're going to see a lot of mergers, too. We're going to see some of the smaller networks. They're going to be forced to merge with some of the bigger ones because they're not going to be able to survive. Yeah. The great experiment was streaming. We threw a ton of money at it. We threw a ton of money at actors and directors. Turns out we can't support that. So that's why I keep on saying streaming, 
we were just in the golden age. We're on the other side of that now. And it's just going to be, it's still going to be quality, but it's not going to be the mass quantity that we saw over the last five years or so. Well, I got to be honest with you, and I'm not well known as being a cheap guy, but I'm not going to pay money to watch Fox or CNN. There's no way I'm going to pay for that. That's fine. It's I mean, annoying. honestly, if it does away with some of the biased news. Network, I agree. Yeah. Couldn't it's agree more. Okay. At this point, like, you'd have to pay me to watch it. Well, well, exactly. And, yeah, and right? I, have, I have the feeling that we all pay for Fox. What do you mean? For that Fox News. I mean, because of churning the hatred is what I mean. Oh, because they don't do that on CNN? It's it's no, a different it's kind all of duckies and bunnies. It's uh-huh. a different kind of thing. I mean, it's vicious, horrible crap. Plus, is what it plus, is. you know, CNN is is smart enough not to get sued for a billion dollars. Well, that was stupid. Yeah. Although they did the same exact thing that the other network did. That's what I love about this whole deal. You know what's so amazing? If you look, the two guys that are leading the running for president right now, they're basically the same exact person. Money grubbing pieces of shit. It's just disgusting. I mean, it's money, 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 and people hurting each other and not caring. And now they're they're fighting about which one is more decrepit. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. That is they really are. funny when they're both <laughs> like they're both winning. That's the amazing thing. That's what's so funny. I do love that they're like they're gonna you're gonna die in office. No, you're gonna die in office. You're more unhealthy. You have you know, your cognitive decline is greater than mine. Like, yeah. like you can tell that they'll send out these unflattering photos. Like somebody in mid sentence oh, yeah. are like Trump kind of doing anything in his weird body but like it's just so funny they're both like look at this man like he's falling you know falling apart of the seams and they're both just like mm-hmm. and and they should be able to come to some kind of a of of, of agreement yeah. with that you know they should be brothers no too much money involved right? well of course it's all about money but it's ageism like at its finest yeah. and you're like yeah. dude all you're doing is out-aging each other. Yeah. It's like, don't like, stop I, it. I know I might look terrible, but you look even more terrible oh. than my terrible. Was it, It's Mitch McConnell, the one who had the kind of the brain freeze. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So God. they had a funny, you would have loved this town. There's a funny Halloween costume of this family who was acting like, you know, the 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 PR, the person around Mitch McConnell. And the, the two-year-old, who's like a silent, kind of in that stranger danger mode, mm-hmm. was Mitch McConnell. So they had him all dressed up as Mitch McConnell. And they asked a question, and then the baby was just doing this, kind of staring off oh, in the yeah, distance right. like yeah. babies do. And they're like, Mitch, Mitch, we're going to have to get Mitch going. It was just such a funny <laughs> Halloween costume. I don't understand why we're allowing that. First of all, I don't think you should be able to serve more than two terms in any job in the government. I love it. This lifelong job. I mean, yeah. you had Mitch McConnell, who's... Losing it, yeah. Well, who, just Dian, Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein, who didn't yeah. know what the hell she was doing. That was cold to them to put her on national TV because yeah. she had Ugly. no idea what the hell was going That's on. That's rough. It's the same with Mitch McConnell, like the two and of same them. Same with Mitch no. McConnell. Yep. It's ridiculous. He obviously had us. We were watching him have a stroke. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And pretty and, much. You know, and then of course. Few days later, oh, I'm, I'm just fine. They're not wrong. Not wrong with me. No, I know. But he, he just walked out in public too with obvious like bruises. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, But he's really? done that before. You know, he's shown up with bruises on like three or four occasions, and people would ask, reporters would ask what it was, but of course. You know, never got an answer. If anyone knows, it's Gelfan. You can't have people self-report, like, you know, what you're dealing with your father, like, when they use time to take their license away or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, I'm sure we're all going to put up a big fight. So it's like, how are you going to ask our 
um, congressman or, or anybody in a state of office to self-report yeah. when their cognitive decline is happening. You, yeah. you can't. And, 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 you know, guys that age, you know, the, the, the so-called, you know, heroic generation. Yeah. Um, they, they have a special adversity toward acknowledging any weakness at all. Yeah. And I, don't, I think yeah. maybe that won't, maybe the boomers won't be quite that bad at that. I, I mean, it's hard to know. Boomers are just starting to show up in yeah. the dementia wards. Yeah, that's true. But yep. um, but with these guys, I mean, you know, they they cannot they cannot acknowledge vulnerability. I just don't understand how did. I suppose it's always been this bad, though, because as I said, yeah, I lasted one day in college because the things they were puking up back then was all bullshit too. Yeah. So I guess it's been like this forever. I think I guess. we just know more. Right. We just know more about everyone's lot, everything. Yeah. There's video everywhere. That, if yeah. something happens, it's not like yep. it, you know. It's just we we see everything now, and it's it's yeah. a lot. I think you're right. Like it's probably always been this way. Well, it. Ha- I mean, I did not know until I would guess just a few months ago that Abraham Lincoln was gay. Did you know that? Let's get some, yeah, Abe. That's, that's been a rumor for a long time. Well, it's there's... not a rumor. They got proof that he, he he lived with a guy for like five years when he was... Or was he bisexual? Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, yeah, it's probably bisexual. Yeah, that's probably roommates. True. Rent was expensive back in that cabin, and he needed somebody well, to there was Airbnb a... <laughs> his house out. There was only one bed in the house, so let's guess what was going on there, okay? It was one Ooh. bed. Don't tell the majority leader this. No. He would, he, you know, he wants to make it illegal for people to you have guys. sex with each other. If also, they, you know, gay who? sex. The the, the 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 speaker of the house. Abe, Abe liked yep. theater. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> Abe liked the, not so much when he got shot in the noggin and one. I'll tell you. Just saying. If we're gonna lead into stereotypes. All right. Get some Abe. It's also a shame that it was wasted on somebody that wasn't over the top stereotypically gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want like yeah. Nick Swardson for my pronouncer yeah. Chuck and Larry with like a rainbow and wings on as the president. Abe was a sharp way. dresser too, though. He was, he was a sharp dresser. Yeah. I bet What's he kept the with? hat on during sex. The top hat. Yeah, he wouldn't take that off, I'm sure. That is a power move. He is a yeah. he's a top. You know, he's, he's a top. Oh my yeah. gosh. No question. Love it. Or yeah. a power bottom. That's a thing, too. What's the Speaker of the House's power name bottom. again? Mike Johnson. <laughs> Mike Johnson. He's yeah. the one. That he wants to do what? Well, he, he he has submitted bills. He's 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 written bills that would make it illegal for for gay people to have sex. So why <laughs> was he the choice of everybody in the house? I guess because they felt he spoke for them. And what does he care? Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about the Democrats. Even just didn't have a big a fit about him as the other two. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, this guy, well, they, he does I've heard that they're going to use it to their benefit. Well, so oh, good. Sure. So they're going right. to make money uh, out of gay people being bashed on national television. That's no, they're going to leverage it for votes, you know, because we well, are moving into get your money. election here, get your money. and they're yeah. going to say, if you, you know, this is this is what they're offering in the Republican Party. Yeah, right. Does that, that does... That does serve the interests of, of Democrats. Not that they could have done anything about it anyway. I mean, there was. They a, did for the first two. Well, the first two were. That was because those votes were divided by the Republicans. But yeah, now. Which I still but, don't understand. But now the Republicans always had the ability to come together as one. and, and They wouldn't do it, though. Well, they wouldn't do it then. Now, I but, just don't well, the thing it. is, they never, looked like such fools that they finally said, okay, we just got to get a guy here. Question. 
is it only gay people that can't have gay sex or can straight people have gay sex? I want some clarification. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, think, anyone, so I don't think anyone can have gay sex. We I, can or can't? No, Not I don't think all. so, no. Okay. No, well, you know, all right, now I'm affected and I'm... <laughs> his wife, oh. Mike Johnson's wife runs a conversion therapy yes. group. Yeah. Oh, she well, he was, he was big into that whole thing that, you know, you can pray the gay away. Oh, well, yeah. It didn't work out. Extremely harmful. That has been... Yeah. Oh, yeah. To be extremely yeah. damaging. Yeah, he's, so, he's still in favor of it, though. You had a chance to go with Tom Emmer, who is about as even keel as they get. Mm. And I'm not saying that just because he's from Minnesota. But Tom Emmer is very even keel. Like, he's not anti-gay sex or anything. Like no. Why didn't they go with him? Because he did not try to um, overturn the election. That he did yeah. not. That's exactly yeah. right. And that's why that's why they wouldn't. You know, Mike Johnson, of course, he was a leader of trying to overturn the, oh, the election. He? Yeah. I don't care if they won. Their parties are going to be the worst. If you're somebody who's having, if your stance is anti-gay sex, your election party—they're boring. You're going to have some boring parties. <laughs> well, you know, it, it works in Louisiana, but I'm not sure it works on a national level. I just don't understand no, how don't anybody that... can pick either one of these parties. I think they're both disgusting as hell. Ugh. Well, I think it's interesting. You have two retiring representatives now who are just like, this party has been hijacked by the far right, by MAGA, election deniers, and they're like, we can't do our job anymore. Yeah, there's no place for them anymore. Yep. Are, is there anywhere? Uh, yeah. I mean, for them? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's always a place for, somewhere, but... Like where? There's a place for Lobbying. us somewhere. Yeah, well, <laughs> you true. can always yeah. be a lobbyist. Now, I, look, I'm not going to get deeply into this next one, but there's a thing happening in America right now I thought would never happen. And a lot of people in the wrong party are involved in it, and I do not understand what the hell they're thinking. Well, there's a lot of that going on in the world. Oh, I know, but it should have never happened here. You, well, yeah, you wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think so. It's just a very disappointing environment. I it. would have to agree with you on that one. It's like, oh, God, we got to get uh, Kristen out of here. It's almost 10 o'clock for, I mean, 11 o'clock. Like you're annoying. Get out. <laughs> no, no, hey, I bring, just, bring your mom yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I want to see your mom. Oh, all right, tomorrow, bring my mom to work. I'll, yes. I will prep her. Perfect. All right, all behave. Right. Have a good one, you guys. See you. Thanks a lot. See you. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. Wrap things up. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. 
Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted wait. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. All right, we only got like two minutes left here, if you can believe it. But I got to go with this story because of the headline. I have not looked at the story, but I've looked at the headline. All right. Grubhub delivers man a cup of pee instead of a Chick-fil-A milkshake. Oh, that's, those are not interchangeable. <clears throat> nope. They're really not. I don't really understand. They probably figured maybe he'd, he'd have it tested or something. One's thicker than the other. And one of the smart asses who I wrote hope. the story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of the smart asses that wrote the story said, by the way, no refills. No refills. <laughs> don't, you, can't, you can't have any more pee. Chick-fil-A well, shakes are very good, you oh, guys. Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. yeah. Well, the last time I ordered up a, a meal to be delivered by, uh, by uh, uh, DoorDash. It was DoorDash. Oh, DoorDash, yeah. Yeah, and, and they delivered it to a uh, car dealership. <laughs> What? Oh. Good attention to detail. Yeah, I've, had, I've had that be- happen before where you order something and they go, we left it at your doorstep. And then you look yeah, over you at look your at neighbor's house and it's mm. yeah, across the well, street. And this time it wasn't across the street. There was this. The, I, I don't live very near the car dealership. Oh, okay. So, of course, I, you know, I filed the complaint. I figured, oh, uh, at least I won't get the meal. I get my money back. They wouldn't give me my money back. Why not? They said that like two years earlier, I had reported something similar and they'd given me my money back. So the policy is to only give people's money back. How would they even know that what happened two years? Oh ago? well, everything's in the computer, you yeah. know. Yeah. Oh my but, God. But, but the thing is, like, okay, so when when we you know when we fuck you over once, we'll give you your money back. Yeah. But twice, there you go. You should have known better. And that I guess we were going to do that. Twice, sort of shame argue. on you. Yeah. 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 Did, or did shame you on me. Ever figure out why I went to the dealership? I, I think that the uh, what happened was the driver got lost. Uh, I just gave up. And so went he there. just gave up and dropped it off at the car dealership. That's the kind of employee I am. I mean, wouldn't you wouldn't you want your meal to go to a car dealership if, if you had your choice? Listen, I've had to wait at a car dealership, and I would have been pumped if somebody just bring me a turkey sandwich. Wouldn't so that I be hope nice? somebody yeah. got it at least. Well, and, and of course, my father-in-law was a car salesman. 
So, you know, I kind of feel like, okay, well, if he got the meal, I'd, I'd say that was okay. Yeah. But um, I, you can't take a donation, though. That's I mean, you can't take a, a write-off for this. No. So sorry for, for feeding the car dealership. Yeah. No, you can't do it. Why not? Well, well, actually, you probably could because, uh, you know, there are hardly any IRS agents left. So <laughs> you might be able to. Has anyone been following the moose on the loose? No. No, but I've heard somebody mentioned it earlier. Oh, what, yeah? What's going on? There's a moose just walking around Minnesota, like not very far from us right now. I don't, understand. I don't understand why that's like... Because moose don't come down this far south. Right. No, they don't. Almost ever. Almost, no. almost ever. Well, it's almost that whole thing ever. about being you know, driven out of your environment, yeah. So where was he last? Where was the, the moose last seen? Most recently, it looks like it was somewhere in Candiohi County uh, and Meeker County. There you go. So, yeah, they they normally don't even, they rarely, I think, even come into Minnesota except for, like, the very, very far north. So it's, and it's also unusual because people think of moose as, like, you know, these dumb, gentle creatures. Yeah. Oh, no. They are not gentle. No. Oh, and they no, are no, very, no. very big. In Montana, yeah. when you see a moose, it's like seeing a bear, you get in your car. Yeah, you get oh, the yeah. hell away. Because, yeah, oh, yeah, they can kill you easily. Well, if you hit a moose, you know, when you're on the highway... Uh, terrible things can happen yeah. because yes, of their center yeah. of gravity. Yep. A deer usually they'll just flip up in the air and they'll mm -hmm. be gone. You know? Yep. Deer's but, not going to survive that. Moose probably no. will. Yeah. But yeah, it's a bull moose named Rut. They call him Rut, Rut the moose. Well, we don't know. We haven't asked him. We've assumed no. his name is Rut. Yeah. It's his given name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was as far south as like uh, I think he was south of Hutchinson a few days wow. ago. Oh jeez. Yeah, and they they're speculating that it might have something wrong with it because they're not supposed to come this far south. Mm. But this one did. This what if he's looking for Gelfand? Yeah. In all the wrong places. In all the wrong. Well, Meeker County's not the place to look. He'll eventually show up in Edina for the uh, parade of homes. They still have that. Oh yeah. I think oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Even though interest is like 9%. It's <laughs> one home that they parade around. <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> parade around the one home. I know, interest is high, and yet prices continue that's to go unbelievable. up. Tom, that's such a good point. And the parade of home always kind of blows my mind because people that are in it are very proud to be in it, but it's mm -hmm. a lot of work. Like, I would never it. do that. They I reject me not. year after year. I'm so sorry. I've seen your place, and I. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look. I spent a lot of money on the uh, retaining wall. I figured that would uh, that sure. would get me, put me over the top. No, <laughs> nothing. I mean, you. I, I don't know what you have to do to please these people. It's like getting a booze at the state fair. Very difficult. No, it'd be, it'd be, it's very prestigious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My neighbors who won't speak to me would be. Would, they'd start speaking to me. They'd have a new respect for me. Because the no, whole idea is selling your home, you. right? Yeah. Yeah, but some people are in the parade of homes aren't selling their homes. They're just right. showing it. Yeah, and they that's just weird. That's so weird. Why would they want to show their home? Why would you want people in your home? Because they have such an artistic taste that everybody oh, should come God. and look at yes, my, so. the way I live. I already hate them. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. All right, that is going to do it for this show. The next show begins in about four minutes. Family show.